Welcome to Lady in the Couch, a podcast about mental health and well-being, relationships, and topics specifically related to it. I am your host, Autumn Collier, a licensed psychotherapist in Atlanta, Georgia. Let's have a seat on the couch. Hi there. So today we are talking about breakups and why they are so hard. So this is a loaded topic with a lot of layers. So we're going to break some of it down to get a good understanding about why or how breakups are so hard. And just to let you in on a little secret, it ain't all about your partner and how great your partner was. It actually probably has less to do with them than one would expect. All right. So let's go ahead and dive in. So many of us have been there. We find a partner. We are really digging them. The relationship progresses and then it leads into, oh my gosh, I'm in love with this person. And that is typically where the script for a difficult breakup recovery starts. So that's kind of where it all starts with the, oh my gosh, I love them. And from there, it may not go well. So let me just say a few things outright. So love is amazing. It is something we are meant to experience. It is an essential need of humans You know, whether we verbalize it or not, love is something we all desire. However, unfortunately, when we enter into a relationship that we feel is the relationship of our dreams and it ends, especially on a sour note, it can be very difficult. This can be very difficult to overcome. A relationship creates unspoken promises. Just naturally, there are unspoken promises created by a relationship. So for instance, One of the partners in a relationship may feel the promise of now never being lonely because they have a relationship. So prior to the relationship, if someone feels lonely or has these intense feelings of wanting to be with someone or share their lives with someone, well, by them meeting that person and entering into a relationship, that need now feels fulfilled. And they now have a sense that this promise to them has been made that now they have their person. They now have a person that has cured their loneliness or their need to be with someone. So for them, somewhat of an unspoken promise has been made by the relationship that now I will not be alone. Another partner may feel the promise of having a forever confidant, someone they can always talk to. So while the partners never verbalize these promises, while they never necessarily sit down and say, hey, I promise to always be your confidant, or hey, I promise that now you'll never be lonely because we're together, our expectation or having that need fulfilled instantly by the relationship creates this unspoken promise within the relationship. Also, you know, the euphoria of love can even make the individuals in the relationship feel as if there are promises that they've made to one another to always be each other's kind of person. So these unspoken promises can be awfully hard to let go of if the relationship does not last. One of the biggest factors that make it hard to get over a breakup is the fantasy factor. Ooh, this is a big one. So while in a relationship, individuals tend to fantasize about the future and what could be. And, you know, that's fun. Everyone does it. You know, you're in love. You're thinking about this and what if this, if we get married or down the line, my future, this. That is fun. You know, to be able to dream and hope is a nice feeling and allows us to be optimistic. So people fantasize about those unspoken promises, such as, you know, the unspoken promise in the relationship that now I'll never be lonely or that I have my forever confidant. So we fantasize about those unspoken promises and how they will forever be met by the relationship. So the dreams of commitment, 
a family, children if desired, financial security, stability, all of these things enter the fantasy and create a beautiful visual of what could be for your life. And, you know, one thing I always say with my clients is the thing about fantasies, however, is that the fantasy is always better than reality. It just always is because our mind is like a playground with no limits. So we can dream up anything. And oftentimes we do not account for human error in our fantasies. So the fantasy is always better than the reality. The fantasy holds our attention and it allows us to overlook reality even, even when, you know, the reality is filled with red flags. However, we don't ground or root ourselves in the reality. We rather live in the fantasy and see all the possibilities of what could be through fantasy vision instead of reality, which may have blatant red flags. Hence why hindsight is 2020. When we look at situations from a hindsight perspective, we're looking at it straight from the lens of reality. So we often confuse getting over an individual with getting over a relationship. We tend to think we have to get over our partner when the relationship goes sour. You know, we think, oh my gosh, I have to get over this individual. We didn't work out. I have to get over them. However, in reality, we have to get over the relationship, which includes the unspoken promises and the fantasy. That is the most difficult part to get over. So don't get me wrong. You know, I'm sure your partner was great, had many wonderful attributes. However, your broken heart is bigger than just missing that individual. You are having to grieve the fantasy being with that individual created and accept the current reality. You're also having to heal from the unspoken broken promises, which can feel like a betrayal. So in terms of having to grieve that fantasy, we're having to grieve the idea that what we dream for ourselves may not happen, that the beautiful life we dreamed of, and whatever that looks like for each individual, could look like different things. It may look like having your lifetime committed partner that you travel with, do things with, or create a family with, or maybe start businesses with, whatever that looks like that you've dreamed up, dreamed up. We now have to agree the idea that this may not happen. And also because we've held on to those unspoken promises in the relationship or that a relationship can bring, such as we may feel a relationship brings the promise of companionship or the promise of having a confidant. So when the relationship ends, those promises are now broken. So on some level, we also may feel betrayed, not necessarily by the individual, but betrayed by what the relationship promised or what the relationship signified for us. The idea of two people both agreeing to progress in a relationship and work towards a stronger level of commitment, you know, it really sounds amazing. It does. And then for it to end, it could leave one or both individuals feeling betrayed and shattered and possibly even wondering, you know, what happened? How did this go left? The end of a relationship, it is a loss. And for some, the Kubler-Ross stages of grief, some of you may have heard of that, may be applicable to get through the breakup. Some individuals do experience all five stages. And if you're not familiar, the Kubler-Ross stages of grief include, and in no particular order, and we can also vacillate between the stages. Um, there is denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. So those are the five stages of grief. So when a relationship ends, that is a loss. So some people do experience those stages of grief, and this is very applicable to them. So not only does one have to accept the depth of a fantasy or dream life, 
breakup also confronts individuals with loneliness. And this can be doubly hard if loneliness, if the relationship was your antidote for the loneliness. Loneliness is a painful feeling for some because you feel disconnected from others. And now with the relationship ending, loneliness is ever present for some. So when dealing with the breakup, it is important to remind yourself that more than missing the individual, you miss the fantasy of the relationship and the unspoken promises the relationship provided. So remembering this can help reframe unhealthy thoughts such as, I'll never find another person like them, or they were the best thing that ever happened to me. Trying to reframe thoughts like that, which are very person-focused or focused on your partner or your ex-partner, they're heavily focused on them. It places a lot of emphasis on the ex-partner and makes them almost larger than life when they are, after all, just human. So instead, it is healthier to acknowledge your fears around losing the fantasy, such as, you know, I'm afraid to be lonely or I'm scared to get back in the dating pool. It was just easier being in a relationship. So I think those are healthier, more honest thoughts than before mentioned, which really focuses on the individual being perceived as larger than life, when in reality, the way we feel about a breakup, it really is all about us. And it's more so the idea of, yeah, this person was great. However, I liked how this person fit in my life. I liked how this person was a part of my routine. So now that we're no longer together, what does this mean for my routine? Because ultimately, that's how we kind of internalize these things. Yeah, but what about me? Now what am I going to do? So now who am I going to talk to before I go to bed? Or who am I going to eat with? Who's going to go to Waffle House with me at one in the morning? Or who am I going to watch my shows with? So those are the types of things we think about when a breakup may happen. And those things are more so about us than about our ex-partner. Acknowledging our own feelings or acknowledging those things we will miss allows us to take ownership of our feelings and address them appropriately. Versus placing our feelings and future in the hands of the ex-partner and relying on them to solve the problem. So if we acknowledge these are my feelings, this is my loneliness, here is now what I am missing about the relationship that my partner provided through the relationship. When we acknowledge our own stuff, then we take accountability and we are now responsible for our own healing as opposed to waiting for them to come save us or come beg us to be back with them or come back to us. We no longer wait on those things. We are now responsible for our own healing and for being allowed to move on. In addition to loneliness, some people feel ashamed that the relationship did not last and they are embarrassed or feel like a failure that it ended. These feelings of embarrassment, guilt, and shame can also make it difficult to get over the breakup. These feelings, they can promote some negative self-talk, such as something must be wrong with me. I can't keep a relationship or Everyone's going to wonder, what's wrong with me? When they hear that another one of my relationships has failed, there's that ego piece. On top of the loss, the self-criticism can put us in a saddened or depressed emotional state, which worsens the pain of the breakup. And, you know, if the breakup was your fault, you know, maybe you cheated or maybe you betrayed the other person, then also think there is room to accept the consequences and work to be better. So that is also kind of a whole different level or situation where getting over a breakup may be even more difficult if it was your fault, because maybe you created the situation that your partner was not okay with, then yeah, that is the time where we accept consequences, our own consequences, which may be the breakup. The breakup 
may be the consequence to any poor behavior, unhealthy behavior in a relationship and learn from it and do better for the next time. If the breakup ended without any fault or it was not your fault, then let's practice some acceptance around the idea that this was not your forever person and that is okay. The longer you are with your not forever person, you are ultimately just prolonging or delaying your interpersonal growth needed to meet your forever person. So be mindful of that in terms of how we deal with or learn to move on from a difficult breakup. The longer we are with our not forever person, we're just prolonging or delaying our interpersonal growth needed to meet our forever person. Every interaction and relationship we have can promote growth within us. However, don't linger. Don't linger where we don't need to linger. So a situation like this, take your lesson and keep it moving. So while grieving the fantasy of the relationship, it will be difficult. You know, there's no way around that. We're not going to magically take the pain away. You will be confronted with your loss, you know, during holidays, engagements of friends and loved ones, or, you know, people you may see on social media or maybe attending weddings, job promotions. You may want to share that with your partner and, you know, the relationship is over. That may be another difficult time. Could be while watching your favorite show that you and your partner watched or a hundred other instances that you will be confronted with the loss of the relationship. The healing of a broken heart cannot be rushed and it will be healed if allowed to heal properly. So it will heal if it is allowed to heal properly. And just like with a broken bone, if it is not allowed to heal properly and the limb is used before fully healed, more injury can occur. And now the new injury is more significant than the original injury. So take time to grieve the loss of a relationship and come to a level of acceptance that your fantasy can still come true. However, as we come to the acceptance that our fantasy can still come true, we also can be mindful and optimistic that the players in the fantasy may be different. So you can still have your fantasy. Dream it up. Dream it up. However, be open and flexible to the idea that the players in the fantasy may be different. If you find that you are having a significantly difficult time getting over a breakup, then, you know, I encourage you to seek counseling and process your feelings in a safe place. Many people suffer in silence over breakups because they are ashamed of how hurt they are and they don't want others to know the impact their ex-partner is having on them. Again, the emotions tied to the breakup are bigger than the ex-partner. There's nothing shameful about acknowledging that you dreamed of a life for yourself and saw that life happening with a particular individual. There's no shame to that at all. That is actually a beautiful thing that you want to commit and share your life with someone. There's also nothing shameful about acknowledging that the life once dreamed about with a particular individual will not be happening and that the fantasy or dream is under construction for re-imaging. So I hope this episode was helpful and that we keep in mind, you know, the one big takeaway being our grief, our pain is bigger than just the individual, just is bigger than our ex-partner. We are grieving a whole fantasy that we created for ourselves. And also know that while it is painful, your heart may be broken, it will heal over time. 
Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Lady in the Couch. Feel free to share this episode with your friends on all of your social media platforms. If you are in the Atlanta area and seeking therapy, visit ladyinthecouch.com to learn more. The content in this episode is not intended to diagnose or treat. It is for informational purposes. Only.